In 2019, I made the decision to leave my hometown of Toronto, Canada to move to Medellin, Colombia. And it has been the biggest decision I've ever made for my entire life. And I'm actually gonna to explain to you about why I left Canada to move to a country like Colombia. Because truthfully, most people do the opposite, right? They'll leave a third world country and try and go to a first world country to start a new life and look for new opportunities. And I did the exact opposite. So let me explain to you why I left. So this story actually dated back all the way to 2017. At the time, I had just finished my master's degree in business entrepreneurship. And I, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I knew I wanted to take over the world. So I was this very young and ambitious entrepreneur. And all I knew is that I'm gonna be the best entrepreneur in the world. I'm gonna go figure everything out. So first thing I did when I got to Toronto, which was I was studying in a university three hours away. So I came back to my hometown. I got this huge office in downtown Toronto that I couldn't afford. I started a business. I didn't really know how to. It was a marketing agency at the time. And I went through probably the biggest 12 month struggle of my entire life. Within a span of 10 months, I ended up getting evicted from the office I was renting. I racked up over $20,000 in credit card debt. I got to the point where I had no clients, no income, no money coming in. And yeah, things got pretty rough. And I don't even want to focus on that too much, but I wanted to kind of paint that picture for you of what was going on in my life at the time. Then after about all those, like that full 12 months of hell, I finally figured it out to a certain degree. I'll never forget after I went through it all, I set a goal for myself and I said, okay, now that I know how to get clients and run an online business, my goal is just to get myself to zero, clear the debts, live a better life, go from there. So that's exactly what I did. And I'll never forget, I was hanging out with a friend after that whole year of, you know, treachery in my life, for lack of better words. And I was talking with a friend and he said, hey, Sarim, you should probably consider going on a vacation or something. And I said, why? He's like, dude, you had a really, really tough 12 months. Like I was hanging out with him. We were hanging out in my, in my apartment, my brother's apartment. And um, yeah, he was just saying like, why don't we go somewhere? I'm, I'm down to hit a vacation with you. So I said, okay, like, where do you want to go? I didn't have a lot of money at the time. Like barely, I had like three, 400 bucks to my name, but he was very adamant about it. He said, you, we should definitely go. So I said, fine. So I wanted to go somewhere cheap and somewhere where I could just have a lot of fun. And in my mind, was Brazil. I don't know why I really wanted to go to Brazil. So he actually, we, we've pulled out my brother's globe. I'll never forget this. And he pulled it out and he said, let's just spin this and let's just go to the country wherever it takes us. So I said, all right, you know what? Let's do it. So I spin the globe and I'm, I'm be, being honest, I tried to rig it so that I could get Brazil. So I spin it and I'm kind of looking, trying to get into the South American region and I spin it, spin it and I hit my, I put my finger on it and I hit Colombia. And at the time I was like, oh, I don't want to go there. I'd rather go to Brazil. There's better beaches, all this stuff. My friend was like, sorry, just trust it. Enjoy it. Just, just live your life. Go see what happens. So I said, okay, fine. Let's just do it. So I remember I packed my bags and we set a trip to go to Colombia for two weeks. And I went to Medellin, Bogota, Santa Marta, and Cartagena. Those are the four cities on the plan. So when I first landed in Medellin, I felt this wave of energy that I had never felt before. It almost sounds kind of woo-woo to even explain, but it's, it's honestly how I felt. And I'll never forget, we set up a few tours, we started traveling around the city, and I felt this energy about the city that I'd never seen anywhere else. Now look, I'm lucky enough to say that I have traveled a lot in my life. I've been to the Middle East, I have been to Europe, I have been, you know, all, obviously North America. So I've seen a lot of the world, but I'd never felt an energy from a place like Medellin that I'd ever seen. Now, obviously, when you're walking down the streets, you'll see a lot of beautiful people. That's a bonus of Medellin. But it was more than that. It was 
people were just so nice. I've never experienced this kind of welcoming, right? I couldn't speak Spanish at the time. I didn't know the culture, but everyone was just so nice to me. The weather was perfect. And I just finally felt in alignment for the first time in a long time. And I felt this attachment to Medellin. So long story short, after the whole trip of us, you know, enjoying ourselves, partying, doing all this stuff, I went back home to Canada and I just told myself, I'll, I'll never forget, I wrote on a whiteboard, I said, we're going back to Medellin in six months or less. And I put that on my board and I basically organized an entire plan to relocate my life to Medellin. Now, at the time, my plan was to only go live in Medellin for three months, come back, and that would be the end of it. That was my entire goal, right? Because Canadian winters are really, really tough. So all I wanted to do was just leave Toronto for the winter and then come back in the summer when it's warm again and then just kind of, you know, get back to my routine in my life. So I ended up getting on a plane. I'll never forget, it was November when I booked the flight officially. I had the money. I set up my business in the way that I could live and work in Medellin. And it was the best day of my life. Like, I booked that flight. I didn't know anybody in Medellin. I didn't know anybody in Colombia. It was just a whole new experience for me. So I ended up getting on that plane. I'll never forget the flight, I believe, was on January 18th, 2020 was when I officially like moved over to Medellin. And I get there and I land and I actually, sorry, I knew one guy. And this one guy was our tour guide at the time uh, from our last trip. And he picked me up from the airport. He, he had hooked me up with an apartment, everything. Obviously, I paid for it all. Um, and he kind of set up the logistics for me. And I landed there and I began to start my life. And at the time, believe me, the first couple weeks were scary. I didn't know the language. Everyone was telling me, don't go to these areas. Don't be out at night. Don't dress rich. People can rob you. All these things were now being placed into my brain and I kind of got a little afraid, but I decided to persevere. So I started to live my life while I was in Colombia at the time. I started going out, meeting new people. I got myself a girlfriend within like a month of living in Medellin, which is really, really cool. And then all of a sudden, everything came to an immediate halt. After being in Medellin for two months, I was actually planning on my getting on my flight back, everything like that. And I get an email from Air Canada saying, hello, Mr. Sarim, due to the pandemic that's just happened, all flights have been canceled and your flight is indefinitely closed getting back to Canada. So I literally could not have even made it back to Canada. There were no more flights. I was done. I was out of the equation. I was stuck in a country where I barely knew anybody, did not know the language, did not know the culture, and everyone telling me it's a super dangerous place. Now, obviously, that would uh, that would create some tension for a, for a lack of better words. But I said, you know what? Let's go with it. So thankfully, my girlfriend at the time, what she did was she invited me over to her house and she said, you know what? You don't know the culture. She talked to her parents and she said, you know what? You guys, you can stay with us. She was living with her parents at the time. And she said, you can, you can live with us and that's totally fine. So during these like next 30 to 90 days where I was pretty much staying at their house every single day, I was able to transform myself. This was one of the biggest transformative periods because her parents didn't speak any English. So I was forced to learn Spanish. That was number one. Number two, all business was on hold. So I had a lot of time to reflect on my life and really think about, okay, what do I want to do with my life? Like genuinely, where do I want to go? And to be honest, even though the marketing agency was making me money, I wasn't happy with it, right? I just felt like I had 10 different bosses kind of bossing me around telling me what to do and I didn't like it. 
So during this time, I had a 30 to about 90 day period where I was learning Spanish and building an entirely new business model. And then when the when things started to clear up and the pandemic wasn't as strict anymore, I walked out of that 90 day period having learned a brand new language and I started my second business, which was a coaching business. I switched over from running a marketing agency to running a LinkedIn coaching business. Now I felt way more aligned in that business. In fact, I ended up finishing my marketing agency, giving my clients away to somebody else and just going all in on the coaching business. And during that time after the pandemic is when I really started to develop. I was able to build my business to a six multi six figure level beyond that, which was fantastic. I was able to perfect my Spanish, get to a level of fluidity where I could actually speak with people on the street, do all of that. And I was able to do that within the first couple of years after the pandemic while being in Medellin. And now looking back at this, I don't think I would have been here, right? Like I don't, there's no way I would have learned Spanish living in Canada for this long. There's no way I would have built my business to this level, right? Because the thing is I was in isolation, right? I was literally isolated from my friends, my family, the entire world for months. And all I had to do was think. I actually had to fight some demons in my brain. I had to th figure out ideas. I had to figure out where I wanted the direction of my life to go. But once I figured that out, then everything started working out for me. And sometimes you need that, right? And now I can say fast forward the four years of being here, I have fully developed myself. Look at this place I'm living in. This is my apartment. This is the place I'm living in. My business has never been better. My clients have never been happier. My Spanish has never been better, right? Yo puedo hablar español, no hay problema. So now, looking back at my life, I'm so grateful that all of this happened, right? Because being in Medellin has allowed me to develop as an individual, right? The problem is when you're stuck in your hometown and you're just stuck doing the same thing, knowing the same people, it's very hard to grow out of that identity, right? And that's what I felt when I was in Toronto. I was around the same friends, the same people, the same everything. And there was just locked identity I couldn't break out of. But when I moved to Medellin, nobody knew me. Nobody, I could recreate myself and there was no shackles holding me back. And it was so easy to recreate myself. It was so much easier to build a new business with a fresh start. It was so much easier to learn a brand new language when you're fully immersed in the environment. It was so much easier to build my body and get physically stronger working in a gym with a personal trainer, right? So there was so many benefits that, were that I was able to just do when I was in Colombia that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was stuck in my hometown of Toronto. So now I pass the same message on to you, right? You have to look at your life and you have to understand everything you own, every dollar you have, every everything you've ever earned in your life, your physical appearance, all of this is just an amalgamation of your thoughts and your personal identity, right? I'm a big believer in Bob Proctor's teaching and one of the things he always talks about is your personal identity. The way you view yourself is a direct reflection of what the world shows back to you. So if you're not where you are right now, you have to change your internal identity. And that's what I realized too. When I moved from Toronto to Medellin, I was able to change my identity very fluidly and that was able to bring me to where I am today. So now, like I said, I have this beautiful apartment. I have this beautiful life here in Medellin. I can go back and forth between now here in Toronto. Everything is great, but I wouldn't have been able to achieve this if I didn't take that jump. And I'm telling you to do the same. Take that jump in your life, make that move. And I promise you, you will live much better. It worked for me and I'm sure it'll work for you too. That's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to like and subscribe.